0: Join me each week as I dive into real tools to help you and your team turn struggles into strengths. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining me on this journey. Today, we are talking about how new habits are more important than New Year's goals. By the time this podcast goes live, it will be January 5th. Happy January, happy 2023, and maybe some of you have already given up on your New Year's goals, which is okay, because I'm going to teach you something even more powerful than setting New Year's goals. Before I dive into the content, though, I want to talk to you about something new and different and fun that I'm doing. I am really into having transformational conversations lately. And I want to invite you to come have a transformational conversation with me. In the future, I'm going to be doing transformational conversations with other coaches and some famous people. Guess what? That's cool. But I want to have a transformational conversation with you. And rather than doing this webinar style, I actually want to do it group style. That's more in line with how I want to be as a coach. And so I want to invite you to join me. I will be hosting two live transformational conversations all about creating habits leading into the new year. And it's going to be amazing. It's going to be you and me and other parents just like you who want to create habits that will change their life. So keep listening to this whole podcast. You can find out more information about those two calls, uh, which will be held in January, one on the 12th, one on the 24th. Listen to this whole episode and you'll find out all the information that you need. All right. With that, let's just dive into today's content new habits are more important than new year's goals. All right. I've said it. That is my, I don't know. I almost said unpopular opinion, but no one's really told me it's not popular or they don't like it. I just, I'm comparing it to the popular belief that, oh, it's new year's. You have to have new year's goals, new year's resolutions. And if you're like most people, you've probably set new year's resolutions and new year's goals in the past only to completely forget about them and to not actually ever complete those goals. So today we are going to be talking about habits. This is the type of the time of year that most people overly focus on their new year's goals and the goals that they want to accomplish, their dreams, And the problem is that they don't focus on the habits that it would take to create those goals. And so we're going to be talking about this. The other reason I want to talk about this is that I just got off a call recently with one of my teen young men clients. He is amazing. And we just had the most powerful conversation about. Breaking old habits slash bad habits. And I wanted to share this with you because this goes right in line with kind of some of the changes that I'm making to my coaching style, which I love. And I just, I wanted to share it with you. So when I hopped on the call with this young man, I asked, Hey, what do you want to work on today? What are you hoping that I can help you with? And that's the deviation from what I've done. Uh, Not religiously, but sometimes I would get into the habit of being like, okay, well, here's what we're going to talk about today. And we talked about what I kind of thought they needed. And I wouldn't even ask, hey, what do you want to work on? And so today I'm like, hey, what do you want to work on? He's like, yeah, setting new or breaking old habits and creating new habits. And it was just, I was so excited to talk to him about this. And I asked, well, what makes breaking habits hard for you? And he thought about it for a minute, and I want to seriously invite you, take a minute and ask yourself this question. What makes breaking habits hard? Like literally, ask yourself out loud, what makes breaking habits hard for me? Let your mind explore that and gain some serious awareness around that. When I asked this young man that question, he told me three things, and he had to think about this for a minute. So give yourself some time to really think about this for you. Don't simply listen to the podcast and let me do the thinking for you. Think about this for you. When this young man sat and just explored this, he came up with the the things that make breaking old habits hard are number one, how long you've been doing the habit. And so, basically, he's talking about how many times you have repeated the habit. That makes it hard to break a habit. Repetition is a powerful, powerful force when it comes to creating habits. The second thing he came up with was your willpower. Basically, your desire and your determination to break that old habit. And the third thing that he came up with was having too many steps Needed to break the old habit. So basically, making your new habit too complicated. And I loved those three things. He came up with those all by himself. I didn't help him, I didn't lead him. He's just like, Yeah, these are the three things that I think are making it hard for me to break my old habits. And I added a couple of my own that I've learned over time that I was like, Hey, I think these are important to consider as well. Um, I added identifying as your habit. So basically, seeing yourself as your habit. For example, I'll, I talk to moms sometimes who tell me, oh, I'm just a yeller. Or I've coached people who are like, well, I'm just a smoker, so it's hard to stop smoking. Or people tell me, oh, I'm lazy. That is an example of identifying as your habit. And if you identify as your habit, that makes it harder for you to actually break your habit. And the second thing I added is the perceived benefit that you get from the habit. So like drinking Diet Dr. Pepper, it tastes great. You get a dopamine hit. That is this perceived benefit that your brain's like, no, no, we need to continue drinking Dr. Pepper because it tastes great. We get this dopamine hit. And sometimes like yelling at your kids, that used to work. When they were little, it used to get them to listen, to respond, to change. So understanding the perceived benefit that you get from the habit, like you can see why it's so hard to stop doing certain habits because... You don't want to give up that benefit. And as we talked about all of these things, it was powerful to watch his mind kind of absorb this, and he would process this. And he talked about just how powerful it was to understand why it's been so hard for him to break these old habits. Now, what makes your habits hard to break could be different for you. So, I want to invite you, please take the time to explore this for yourself. Literally ask yourself out loud the question, what makes breaking these habits hard for me? And as you do that, your mind will come up with different things. It will help you understand why it has been hard for you to let go of certain habits. Now, I also want to just mention I don't recommend focusing on breaking bad habits. I don't actually, I don't think that helps us. I don't think we can just break a bad habit, get rid of it. It doesn't work that way. I do recommend building desired habits and having the mentality that I'm going to take this old habit and I'm going to replace it with a new desired habit. So, the reason I share all this with you, I believe that what makes breaking your habits hard is actually the secret to creating habits easily. Now, I want to just give you an example. Like, whatever it is that is making your habits hard for you, that is the secret to making your habits easy for you. So, In the example that this young man gave us, where he talked about how long you've been doing the habit, basically how many times the habit has been repeated, that can make it harder to break a habit. That can be true, definitely. But the powerful thing to realize is that that's also the secret for making new habits easy. By committing to repeating the new habit over and over, you understand, oh, this repetition, this tool, that's what kind of created this old habit. If I want to replace the old habit, I need to repeat my new desired habit. And that thing holding you back from changing the old habit is the secret to help you create a new habit more easily. Okay, if we look at the second one, where this young man mentioned, hey, your willpower, like if you don't have enough willpower, so your desire or your determination, that makes it hard to break the old habit. Well, this is really good information for us to know. We understand, oh, I have to want to create a new habit. I have to desire to create the new habit. One of the things that I'm noticing as I coach parents and teenagers is that oftentimes parents want their teenager to create a new habit. And when I talk to the teenager, they're not really that interested in creating the new habit. And sometimes they'll tell me, yeah, I want to get better grades. I want to get along with my sister more. And I'll ask, well, why do you want that? Usually their answer is, well, so I don't get in trouble. That is, is not a true desire. Like, yeah, it's a true desire to want to change, but they're not wanting to change because that's one of their foundational desires. Oh, I just want to get good grades. I just want to be nice to my siblings. They're wanting to change because their true desire is, I don't want to get into trouble. And so, when you understand that, you can realize, what do I really want here? And that gives you power over your habits because your habits are likely creating results that you don't necessarily like, especially habits that you want to change. And when you can realize, oh, but I do want this, and I am determined to achieve this, that is a powerful tool when it comes to creating new habits. Um, his third example, having too many steps needed to break the habit. That is powerful insight. Typically, when we have a hard time letting go of old, bad habits that we don't want to keep anymore, and we have a hard time adopting the new habits that we want, one of the main reasons is that the old habit is so simple. You can just do it without even thinking, without even really being aware. And if you want to replace that old habit with a new, more intentional habit, you're going to need to make it equally simple, if not more simple. These are just little indicators to help you be more successful in creating new habits. Um, The first one that I threw into the mix, identifying as your habit. That was one that this young man was like, oh my goodness, yeah, I identify as this. If I catch myself identifying as that, I can identify as the opposite. No, I'm someone who's nice to my siblings. I'm someone who does this that is one of the secrets to creating new habits if you can stop identifying as the habits that you want to change stop saying I'm lazy stop saying I'm a yeller stop saying I'm um, I just I can't do that and start identifying as whatever identity can do the new habit that you want to create I'm a hard worker I can figure stuff out like Let that be your identity, and that will help you create new habits. And then the last one, the perceived benefit, this one is huge. When people have a hard time letting go of old habits, the first thing I ask them to explore is, well, how does that old habit benefit you? I I can't tell you how many moms have told me, I want to stop yelling at my kids. It's just this terrible, bad habit. And I ask, well, how does yelling at your kids benefit you? And they're like, it doesn't it's a terrible habit. It's the worst thing ever. And I always try and point out, no, no, if you're doing it, it's because somewhere in your mind, you believe you benefit from that. And if we want to change that habit, we need to understand what benefit we think we're getting from that habit so we can intentionally choose another benefit over that. Um, this is where this young man I was talking to, he's like, yeah, so if you're smoking and you think, well, it feels good to smoke, it makes me confident, you could realize, yeah, but I want to live longer, I want to be healthier, and you could then choose that benefit over the benefit of looking cool or feeling good. Bingo, that's exactly it. When you can identify, oh, here is the perceived benefit from this old habit that I want to change, that will give you the power to choose a new benefit. As you go through your own list, remember, I invited you to explore what is making it hard for me to change these habits. As you go through your list, I want you to explore how you can take that list and use it as the secret sauce to help you create new habits much more easily. And I want you to learn how to intentionally create your desired habits. If you can learn how to create your desired habits, you will learn how to create your life of your dreams. So, as we kind of talk about habits, I want you to just understand, you are not your habits. You are the doer of your habits. And that gives you power because you have the power to change what you do. You can't change what you are. You are a mom. You are a dad. You are a human being, but you can change the things that you do. I want to talk about why I believe habits are much more important than New Year's goals. Goals are great. I think you should have goals. My problem with goals is that most people overly focus on goals and they completely ignore habits. and. That's a problem because your habits create your results. One of the problems that I have with traditional coaching, and I was guilty of this for a long time, but it's that they overly focus on individual thoughts, individual feelings, individual actions. And I love the self-coaching model. Don't get me wrong. I use that tool in my coaching every day and in my own personal life. It is a powerful tool, but it only focuses on individual circumstances, individual thoughts, individual feelings, individual actions, and individual results. What we're talking about today is habits, and your habits create your results. And if you want better results, you need better habits. So learn how to intentionally create your desired habits so you can learn how to intentionally create your desired results. This is true for you as a parent. This is true for your teen. And this doesn't mean you can just be like, hey, teenager, listen to this podcast. It'll teach you everything you know. That's not going to work. If you make your teen listen to my podcast, they will hate it. They've told me, trust me. But if you can be the example, If you can be the change that you want to see in your teenager, if you can be the one to create new, powerful New Year's habits, that will inspire your teenager to also do the same. We are herd animals. We function as a herd. We like to think the same. We like to feel the same. And we darn well like to do the same habits. You can be a powerful force in your teenager's life. Just today we were talking me and my wife were talking about our our own children, and one of my child one of my child, I can't talk, one of my children is not super coachable when it comes to sports, and he just wants to be the best without actually doing much practice. And my wife and I were talking, and we're like, man, how did we create that?" And I want to be really clear, like, you are not responsible for your teen's model. You are not responsible for their actions, for their results, any of that. But at the same time, like, as a parent, you inadvertently programmed your child from about the time they were born till the time they're eight or nine. And then that programming kind of stays with us the rest of our life, unless we choose to reprogram. And it's just interesting seeing one of my teenage sons and be like, okay, I can see where the programming started. I can see how we were as parents and how that programming has stayed with them. But it's also empowering to realize it's not my job to change that programming. It's my job to change my own programming and to create intentional habits that serve me. And by doing that, I can be the example for my teenager that, hey, this is how you create new habits. This is how you reprogram your mind, your how you th- believe, how you think, how you feel, how you behave. And it's so powerful to realize you are not responsible for your teen's model. You can't control your teen's model. You are only responsible for your own model. And your habits, like th- my problem with a model, or not my problem, it's just not the one size fits all tool that some people believe it is. Focusing on individual actions is powerful at times, but realizing, oh my goodness, this is a habit, and if I can build a new habit, I can automate that. I can put that on autopilot so that I can then move my attention elsewhere, and that is the power that you have to create habits that will completely change your life. I promise you, your new year's habits or your new habits this year are more important than new year's goals. And I want to invite you come join me for a transformational conversation. I'm going to be hosting two live transformational conversations and I want you to join me. And if you have some new year's goals and if they're mostly on repeat from last year, that's the habit I've noticed in my past where I set a goal and I'm like, oh, dang, I didn't actually accomplish that goal. I'm just going to set it again this year. If you have done that, you need to better understand your habits and what it takes to create new habits. Having a transformational conversation is more powerful than simply listening to this podcast. I love this podcast. This is one of my very most favorite parts of my business, I will—I don't know—I think I will do the podcast till the day I die. I just love it. Hopefully, I don't die on the podcast; that would be awkward. But listening to this podcast—it's powerful. I get it. Parents tell me all the time, "Your podcast has changed my life." But I promise you, having a transformational conversation is more powerful than simply listening. That's why in my coaching, I always invite people, take one thing that you learned from me and teach it to someone else. Go have that transformational conversation. Engage your mind. Transformational conversations engage the mind. They help you take new thoughts and new beliefs to a deeper level. So come have a transformational conversation with me and other parents just like you and let's create some new and powerful habits in your parenting for 2023. And these transformational conversations will be live over Zoom, and they'll be meeting style, not webinar style. I am so tired of webinars. Like, I want to have legitimate, real conversations. And I don't know how many people are going to show up. Probably not A 100, probably way less than maybe 10 to 15. We'll see how many people show up. I just want to have this transformational conversation with you. It'll be live. It'll be face-to-face kind of over Zoom, and it'll be Thursday, January 12th, so a week from today, the day this call goes live, and it'll be at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, and then the second call will be Tuesday, January 24th at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. You can click the button below in the show notes, or you can simply go to benpughcoaching.com slash conversations. I would love to have you come join me in this free transformational conversation with me. I'll see you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to this entire episode. If you have enjoyed this episode, please leave it a positive review and share this episode with your friends and family. That helps me help more parents who are just like you, and I want to help as many parents as I can. Also, if you or your teen would be interested in working with me, there is a way to work with me inside of my new Firmly Founded Parent Membership. That membership includes one-on-one coaching that you can use for both you as a parent and your teenager, in addition to having access for parents only to my new parenting course, Parenting with Peace and Simplicity, and the group coaching calls that I do three times a month, and the parent membership. So it's really amazing. It's very affordable. Go sign up for that membership. You can learn more at benpuaching dot com slash FFP. I'll see you soon.